welcome to another episode of our NCLEX review series. In this podcast, we continue to bring you valuable materials to help you prepare for your exam. Enjoy. And we'll start on page 35, lab values. You have to know your lab values. But the good news is you don't have to know them all. Just certain ones that everybody else knows. The only, well, there's kind of more bad news, and that is not only do you have to know lab values, but you have to know which lab values are more dangerous than what other lab values. So if you knew 10 lab values, you need to know which ones are high priority, which ones are middle priority, and which ones are low priority. Because they will ask you to prioritize people according to their lab values. Like they'll give you four different patients. A patient with a potassium of 7.4, potassium with a pH of 6.8, a person with a hemoglobin of 10, and a person with a BUN of 54, and they want to know who's your highest priority patient. That kind of thing. So it's not good enough just to know the values themselves. Because they will give you four people, all of them have abnormal lab values. All of them do. So what you have to do is then rank them, you know, on who's highest, who's lowest priority. So what I want to do is teach you that because I don't believe any school I know of teaches students how to prioritize lab values. They teach you the lab values. They teach you the numbers, the ranges, what's normal, what's abnormal. They teach you what high means, what low means. They teach you the significance of the test, but they don't teach you that a hemoglobin of 7 is a higher priority than a person with an INR of 3.4. Do you see what I'm saying? They don't, they don't get to that. Now, does, am I mistaken? Are some schools doing that? Are any schools doing that? They just say potassium is bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably, probably on boards, that'd probably be the least you should know, at least that. But, well, I'm going to give you a, a scheme here. You see the legend at the top of the page where it says A, B, C, D? A means that it's not a priority. I mean, it's a low priority. It's not a big deal. Yes, it's abnormal. The, ab- the lab is abnormal. But really, there's nothing you need to do about it. In fact, in real life, if... See, what I'm going to do is... Let me, let me back up. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to, for every lab value I give you, I'll tell you whether the abnormal is an A, a B, a C, or a D. I'll assign a priority letter to it. Are you understanding where we're headed with this? And when I tell you that a lab abnormality is a level A, what I'm trying to communicate to you is that, yes, it is abnormal. And, yes, it could mean there is the presence of disease. But, in the scheme of things, this is really no big deal. In fact, you don't have to do anything about it. In other words, if a lab report came back and it's an A level, you could ignore it all night long and have the doctor discover it in the morning and you wouldn't be in any trouble for having that happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? However, if I tell you it's a C level, level C, letter C, and you 
do nothing about it all night long and the doctor finds out about it in the morning, you are in major trouble. So I'm trying to give you a feel for how important it is that you must report these or do something immediately. So an A is abnormal, yes, but you do nothing about it. It's no big deal. A letter B, it is abnormal and you need to be concerned, but there's nothing you need to do. You just kind of watch them closer. Have you had the experience where you had a lab value that was abnormal, but it really wasn't all that bad? So you didn't have to do anything, but, you, but that lab abnormality said to you, watch them closer, watch them closer. That's what I'm trying to tell you a B is. When I tell you that a lab value is a C, we've now crossed the line from low priority to high priority. When a lab reaches a C value, it is critical. You must do something about it. You can't just sit on that lab value and do nothing. If I tell you that a lab abnormality is a D, I'm trying to communicate to you that it is the highest priority that you can possibly have with a lab value. So, what's the lowest priority? A. Followed by? B. And then what are two high priorities? C. And the highest of all is? D. D. Okay, so just so everybody know where we're headed here. Okay, now, let's start into this lecture. In the first column, there's the name and anything I want to tell you about it. In the middle column, you'll write the range, the normal range. And in the last column, we'll assign the A, the B, the C, or the D. All right? Let's talk about creatinine. I told you two days ago that it is the best indicator of kidney or renal function. Now, in this case, I am talking about the serum creatinine because they will not talk about, they will not give you the values for a creatinine clearance, 24-hour creatinine clearance. They, they aren't going to test you that on that but they will test you on the serum creatinine. Now the serum creatinine is 0.6 to 1.2, which is actually the same numbers as the lithium range. If you recall that from yesterday, the lithium and the creatinine are the same range. Okay, in the middle column, you have that. In the last column, an abnormal creatinine is just a level A. You would never prioritize a person with a high creatinine as your highest priority. Now, do they have kidney disease? If they have a high creatinine? Yes. But are they going to die in the next four hours? No. The next morning, the doctor could come in and go, oh, his creatinine is high. He must have kidney disease, and that's fine. You're not going to be in any trouble for it. Probably the only time that I would ever make a high creatinine something that I would actually make a phone call to a doctor about is if they were going for a test that had a dye in it that next morning. Like, for example, if they're having a cardiac catheterization where they put the dye in. If, they, if the question tells you that they're to have a dye procedure in the morning. I might make a high creatinine something that I would report, but it wouldn't be in the next hour. It would just be sometime, like, like for example, if you got the high creatinine back at midnight, I wouldn't call the doctor till five or six in the morning at the earliest. I might wait till seven. I certainly wouldn't call them at one in the morning. But there are certain lab values you're going to see where you call them right away. 
So this would, even then, it wouldn't be a super high priority, but it would be higher than just a plain high creatinine. Does everybody understand that? Okay. The INR, the International Normalized Ratio, <coughs> it monitors Coumadin therapy. It's like the PT. It's a variation of the prothrombin time. Its normal range should be two and three, in the twos and threes. In other words, you want your I's and R, I and R's to be in the twos and the threes. Like 2.1, 3.8, that's what you want. In the last column, anything that's above four, or four and above, is a C. Which means it's high priority. You have to do something. This is not one you can ignore. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating. We wish you all the best in the coming examination. See you next time.